We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Seven year two. Today we're going to talk about sports, poker, some politics, what's going on in the world, and a special announcement regarding this year's WSOP online GG events. Stay tuned. The mouthpiece is next. What up? What up? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the mouthpiece. Well, it's been about uh, a month since we ran our last podcast, and I apologize for that. Um, I uh, I uh, finished playing the uh, WSOP here in Las Vegas and was going to head down to Cabo and play the GG events and stream them. Uh, so many people enjoyed watching my streams and uh, I enjoyed doing them. So I was all set to do that. Uh, but uh, my pain doctor was out of town and he was in Mexico actually. And uh, he told me uh, that he'd be, be he'd be back uh, on that Friday so uh, that was on August 8th uh, and I was going to go to Mexico on the 9th or 10th uh, uh, but then uh, he told me something that uh, kind of told me not to go so uh, if you're not aware you know everybody knows I had a, a very severe spinal cord injury in 2014 I deal with complications from that every day and um, uh, because of the meds I'm at, my immune system is very low uh, and he told me I'm a high risk to die if I was to get coronavirus um, even though uh, it, the chances of getting it are very minute. Uh, you see people getting it all the time. Uh, usually 1% of the population is getting it and uh, my injury was about 1 in 3 billion to 1 so I guess me getting coronavirus and dying was probably be about even money so I decided the uh, the World Series of Poker will be there next year and it's not the end of the world now yes there are a lot of people playing with agents and VPNs from the United States and uh, they'll probably never get in any trouble if they win an event or get caught but I'm a big name poker player and uh, if I was to win a bracelet and they found out I wasn't I was in the United States it would uh, not be good you know, and uh, the the uh, all the things surrounding it, I I just don't need the extra aggravation, um, and uh, everybody knows uh, my feelings politically. So I'm sure if I was to win, they would do every research possible to see if I was in the United States or not and to disavow me winning so yes there's a lot of people playing on vpns yes there's a lot of top players playing and uh but 
uh, I'm uh, not going to be one of those people. Uh, with that said, I have stayed off of Twitter the last three and a half weeks uh, because uh, it's just not healthy. I don't uh, want to deal with any bullshit on social media. Exactly. Thank you, Phil. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, it's a politi- politically charged time in this country. Um, the DNC convention was last week. We could talk about that. I watched that. Um, the RNC uh, started yesterday. I watched that. And uh, sports has started, and I've been watching that. So uh, with that said, um, I've been watching hockey. Uh, uh, Now that's my sport of choice now, uh, especially with the Golden Knights. I've become a big fan of hockey. I've learned the game a lot from what I didn't know. It's like I didn't know nothing about it for my whole life. I mean, I would watch the playoffs not knowing what I'm watching. At least now I know what I'm watching. Uh, So I've enjoyed that. It uh, kind of sucks that, you know, uh, Flurry got benched uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights. But, like, I, if you watch my tweets over the last couple of months, I, I, I told you guys, everybody laughed. You could go back and check my tweets. And I said that uh, Rob Le- uh, Leonard was going to be the starting goalie in the playoffs. And everybody told me I knew nothing about sports. I'm an idiot. Uh, they're never benching Flurry. He's a three-time Stanley Cup champion. They didn't trade for him because they needed a backup goaltender. They traded for him because they knew Flurry was having the worst year of his career after his father died. Now, before that, like when the first 18 games, Vegas was 10 and 8, and he won eight of them by himself. Then his father died, and he came back, and he played one good game, and he had been below average since. And it just seems like uh, the coach of the Golden Knights just has more, um, he just feels more comfortable with Lanier and Ned. He trusts him more. Uh, it kind of sucks. I mean, Fleury played an amazing game against the Blackhawks, the one game he played. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, we'll see what happens here, uh, Lanier. Uh, Lanier, you know, shut out in game one against Vancouver. So, um, listen, it's all about winning. Just like when they made the coaching change and Daniel was whining and crying, uh, how unfair and how they weren't loyal. The, uh, uh, the, uh, the coach of the Golden Knights, Gallant, and I, I knew right away. I, I, I had learned a lot about uh, hockey and I knew right away that they needed to make a coaching change. I said right away the coaching change made the difference. You could see how much better defensively, how aggressive they are and um, on defense. And and I talked to Daniel a week ago, and I said, do you still stand by that the coaching change was a mistake? And he said, well, if it wasn't for the five months off, it wouldn't have made a difference. And my answer to that is horseshit. It always made a difference. And that's the same with, uh, you know, with the, Rob Lanier, uh, Leonard and goal over Flurry. I mean, it's about winning. I mean, uh, you got to put the team in the best position to win. So I'm uh, watching all the hockey. Uh, the basketball, uh, not so much. Um, 
I did watch uh, the Luka Doncic game against the Clippers the other day that he threw up 43. I have contemplated coming out of retirement today and laying the eight points with the Clippers today in game five against Dallas because Christoph Porzingis is out again and I mean, Luca put up 43, 16, and 13. Paul George went 2 of 14 from the field for them to win by 2 in overtime. If Luca puts up 30 and Paul George goes 4 of 14, they're going to win by more than 8 points. So I, I'm really contemplating coming out of retirement today to bet on the Clippers. I mean, but I just... Um, I know that I'm a sick fuck, and even if I was to win, all that would do is lead me down a dark path. So um, I'm going to pass on it. But for all you guys out there listening, uh, I think it's a, I think the Clippers are a mortal lock today. Uh, so that's what's going on in sports. Um, you know, I haven't been watching that much NBA. I, I, and I, you know, I tell it from from the heart. You know, I'm, I'm very upset that the. NBA has become so political. You know, um, we, people who pay attention to politics, like I, I turn it off a lot. I know how unhealthy it is. And I go to my sports to try and get away from politics. And, um, you know, something came up the other day. I didn't even know it was in game one of the Lakers series against Portland. I didn't know the Lakers were even playing, but I saw a tweet by Helmuth that said, uh, what a great game, uh, amazing game, whatever. So then I went to turn on SportsCenter, not even knowing who won yet, and they're interviewing Le- LeBron James, and he's got a political statement hat where he's got Make America Great Again crossed out with a fucking dumbass logo of Make America Arrest the Cops that Killed Breonna Taylor. I mean... All that is, you want to talk that is? That's divisiveness, okay? You're, you, I mean, nobody wants your political fucking opinions, especially since LeBron James, the greatest basketball player that ever lived, on my favorite team, making political statements that, I mean, it was disrespectful for half the country. And if he wants to turn off half the country, well, gee, lo and behold, the NBA playoff ratings are down 48%. Oh, gee, why is that? Because half the country watches the NBA also. But they don't want to hear their LeBron James' political views. So um, with that said, he's the greatest player of all time. He's on my favorite team. But, uh, I, you know, that one day really upset me. And it upset a lot of people, you know. And, um, uh, you know, think about it if you're on the other side of the spectrum and, you uh, your favorite team and the guys on there with a hat uh, decrying, uh, you know, as Joe Biden supporters as racist and and uh, no justice and blaming Joe Biden. You see what I'm saying? That you guys or whatever, whoever you guys support, you know, it's just you don't do that shit. And he's a moron. So he'll come out against our country, against our president, but he'll he'll bow to China just like he did with the Daryl Morey situation at the beginning of the of the season when he called Daryl Morey uninformed because the people in Hong Kong were fighting for their freedom of oppression. 
because he was uninformed because it hurt his pocketbook. And see, that's a hypocrite. I don't like hypocrites. You can't put on the back of your uniform equality um, and uh, everybody deserves a fair share, but he's uninformed, yet he doesn't call out China whose women get raped over and over and work for 20 cents an hour making his fucking shoes that he gets paid 200 million a year. LeBron James, you're a fucking hypocrite, but you're that, you know, stick to fucking basketball. I hate hypocrites. So, you know, I don't want to bring up politics much, but it really bothers me when somebody that uninformed that could stand up and bow to China and fucking knock people in this country especially half the country go fuck yourself lebron james so i just wanted to get that out of the out of my way so it's been hard for me to watch the nba with their political bullshit um you know we watch sports to stay away from politics and not not to hear what they have to fucking say so um you know that's kind of upset me a lot the nba is my favorite sport and uh, if it upsets me from watching a lot of it I can't even imagine what it does to other people. So that's been going on there. Um, as far as poker goes, uh, I basically haven't played much since uh, I last talked to you guys. Um, I might have played, I took a week off till about August 8th um, completely. I then played a couple, I won like. 2600 the next session I played and then I took another four or five days off um, overall I was stuck around 7000 for the month and then I had a beautiful day the other day where I won 10,800 and then I won like 1200 the next day I'm playing a, a really kind of small right now uh, I was playing a lot bigger um, so that puts me up about 4000 for the month which is good uh, so I'm pretty stoked about that. Uh, as far as uh, my home game goes, um, it's uh, fun and it's doing well. Uh, we have a lot of players, um, a lot of good people. Uh, I don't know if you've signed up for my home game yet. If you haven't, uh, we play one $2 and two $4, no limit hold'em. One two dollar and two four dollar pot limit Omaha, and then I put in a four eight with a third kill, so it goes to six twelve dollar limit oh eight on my site, in which uh, I'm kind of teaching people oh eight. I did have a PLO eight in, in this on the site where I was teaching people, but everybody knows in PLO eight if the bad players just got no chance and. Too many people were not listening to what I was trying to teach them and the bad players were getting ruined. So I took it out for now. Uh, I plan on putting it back in probably within a month. I just wanna make sure that uh, our player base is very um, solid and uh, I, I do a Zoom where the people that do play in it listen to me before they jump in the game. Uh, I do Zoom with my players at least uh, once or twice a week. Uh, we have a good time. 
I love zooming with the guys that play in my home game. And uh, shout out to everybody that does play in my home game. Uh, I appreciate you guys very much. Uh, if you haven't signed up for my home game yet, you can email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. That's mouthpoker at yahoo.com. In your email, put the mouthpiece podcast. So for anybody who's new to the site and hasn't signed up, you can email mouthpoker at yahoo.com and in your email put the mouthpiece podcast and you will get 250 in chips for 200. Uh, So an extra 50 in chips, mouthpiece podcast in your email. So anybody that listens to my podcast that hasn't joined the the home game yet, uh, uh, it's a lot of fun, a lot of bad players, a lot of fun players, a lot of people playing for fun. We pretty much uh, kick out all the people who are pros or they're too good. We just tell them we don't want them. So uh, I think we have this. The nicest group of players in one, two, two, four, and probably the some of the, one of the softest games you could play in. So we we have a good time. Uh, so email mouthpoker yahoo.com. You'll get details how to play in my home game. Now I've been playing in the home game minimum of two hours every day. The last three days I've been playing four or five hours a day. Um, and uh, I'm trying to get back to the players. You know, I want they love playing with me, uh, so I, I I enjoy playing. Um, but it's a it's tough for me to grind one two dollar and two four dollar when I'm used to playing quarter fifty fifty a hundred hundred two hundred. So um, uh, even when I played in the game I played all during COVID, Phil's game, uh, which was a five ten twenty game. Uh, it played much bigger than 5, 10, 20. It played about a 50 and 100. And uh, it was uh, tough to adjust to that. And then I play in uh, another friend of mine, Ryan's game, uh, which is a 2, 4, $8 no limit game. But it plays like a 10, 20 game where everybody's opening to like 60 in a 2, 4, 8 game. So uh, I play in that and... Uh, but then going to transferring over to playing one two and two four, where they actually play like one two and two four, it's hard for me. Like the other day, I lost twenty three hundred playing one two uh, and two four. I lost like literally in the one two PLO twelve hundred, and I think I lost another thousand in a two four no limit in my private games. So I wasn't happy about it. I think I won three fifty back last night. Uh, yeah. So whatever. Uh, the week before, in the in my home game, I won nineteen hundred for the week. Eighteen hundred on the last day of the week. Uh, that was uh, my biggest week, and that got me about even. So overall, I'm about two k loser in my home game over two months, uh, and it's because listen, you know, I I I, I I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I play. I play these guys a lot easier than I w- 
put in a normal game. A lot of easy hands, like a bluff I don't. Uh, there's, you know, the good players I play hard against, you know, but uh, I try and take it easy on everybody else. Uh, it's probably why I'm not winning. Uh, but it's it's fun. You know, the home game's a lot of fun. So um, we are going to take a break, and uh, I'll be right back here on the mouthpiece with a special announcement. And then we're going to take phone calls. I'll be right back. Huh? Oh, you can't do that? Oh, that's right. This is live. We don't take breaks, do we? Fuck off. Until it's phone call time. Oh, well, fuck you. you. That's when you can take a break. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, Danny. Well, fuck off. But if you want to take a break, I just didn't know. All right. Welcome back to the mouthpiece. We're back. (laughs) We didn't take any breaks. So here we go. This is what's going to happen this Saturday. Um... My good friend and my, my and my good friend Phil Hamuth will be live streaming a WSOP bracelet event this Saturday on my YouTube channel. So you're going to be able to watch arguably the best tournament player of all time play live from Cabo on. Um, in a WSOP bracelet event. Uh, that'll be Saturday uh, this week. So I'm going to uh, be promoting it all week on Twitter and Facebook. So anybody that wants to watch Mr. 15-time bracelet winner, Phil Hamuth, play live with whole cards on my YouTube channel. Uh, that'll be this Saturday. Uh what day is it? 29th. The 29th. And um, we are going, you know, he likes to late reg. So, uh, you know, I'll be uh, giving you an idea about what time we'll be starting that feed. Now, with that feed, uh, Phil's going to be focusing and not really talking much. Uh, my editor-in-chief here, Mr. Danny, has going to set it up where I'll be the one basically uh, doing the analysis of Phil's play with whole cards live um, on the YouTube channel. So, uh, you know, that's my big announcement for the WSOP 2020 is 15-time bracelet winner Phil Homuth will be playing live WSOP bracelet event on my YouTube channel, which is uh, youtube.com slash Mike DeMouth. That's youtube.com slash Mike DeMouth. This Saturday, August 29th, Phil Homuth will be playing, and wouldn't it be nice if he won his 16th bracelet live on my YouTube channel? Boy, that would be great. So, uh, you know, that uh, is... uh, I'm good at no limit hold'em. Oh, you are? Interesting. That's, uh... I've lost once. Wow, Phil. That's good to hear. Um, so, uh, yeah, so that'd be, uh, that'd be, that, that's going to be fun for everybody to watch. Now, 
you know, like I said, I wanted to be there. I wanted to play these events. But uh, my, my doctor just told me that if I was to, to get the coronavirus, I am high risk to die from it. Uh, I've left the house once in like six months, so I'm pretty safe with that. Uh, actually, I've left the house about four times, and I wear my little pink mask when I go out. Now, the doctor did tell me I could go to Mexico, but I'd have to, he wanted me to wear that mask, uh, which is really secure from the second I get out of my car to until I get to the hotel in Cabo. That's like five hours. I couldn't wear a mask that long. Um, I mean, I could, but I don't know. I'd probably get upset. So I decided it's, it's just not worth it. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, people know I like to stream. And, you know, even though, like I said, I could have probably VPNed and played on GG from the United States like half of everybody else is doing. And uh, I'm not just saying that. Half of everybody is doing that. Uh, because if I was to win, it would they, they would uh, definitely do lots of research to see where I was playing from and I don't need the aggravation. Everybody else, they can deal with their aggravation. I'm not gonna deal with it. But, uh, and that's why, uh, you know, Listen, uh, like I said, there's I've been offered. There has been many offers for me to play for my home, play these WSOP events. Um, I know that uh, there's people that work for GG that are trying to get people playing in the United States uh, that I've heard. So, uh, but it's just not worth it to me as a top name player, and it's the same reason why Phil went to Mexico. It just wasn't worth it to him either. So. You know, uh, having him be able to stream an event live on my YouTube channel for everybody to watch, uh, that should be uh, that should be fun to watch uh, and fun to dissect his game. Um, my ROI is the best ROI in history, I'll say yeah. that. <laughs> you got a lot of sound bites from Phil, don't you? It's pretty funny. So, um, you know, that's what's going on. You know, we got uh, baseball. You know, you see, I'm a diehard Dodger fan. We got the best record in baseball. Uh, we have the best pitching, the best relief pitching, and maybe the best hitting. Fucking Mookie Betts is awesome. And uh, that's, uh, but I haven't watched any baseball. Uh, baseball's boring enough to watch without fans. I can't even imagine just watching people play. But baseball to me is just. During the playoffs, it's amazing. Um, but if there's going to be no fans during the playoffs, I don't even know if I can watch that. But we'll see what happens. That's what's going on in my life. So uh, let's go back to the world. As the world burns. That should be the new name of the of this segment. As the world burns. As they burn down Wisconsin. After they burn down Minnesota. After they're burning down Portland. It's now like 90 days of rioting and looting uh you won't find that anywhere on the mainstream media because they don't want you to know that everybody is rioting and looting all over the country because they don't want to they want to tell you how great america is but they're all rioting and looting because these liberal mayors don't give a fuck and it's all political and for some reason i haven't figured it out why 
they think they're going to win an election based on anti-police rhetoric and defund the police. Defund the police will be the end of Joe Biden winning the presidency. Uh, This is not a talking point. This is what's going on in the country. Uh, I don't want to talk about like shootings, but I guess I must because the complete body cam footage of the George Floyd shooting came out and it completely destroyed the narrative the mainstream media and the Democrats sold us for three months. Now, that doesn't mean this guy wasn't still murdered. He still might have been. But if you look at the full body cam video, this guy was resisting arrest. He wouldn't go in the back of the back seat. He was screaming, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I want my mom, I can't breathe. That was the exact same thing when the officer had his foot on his neck. Now, we, the officer could have barely, we don't know, he, maybe he barely had his foot on his neck. If you guys remember the first autopsy said he died from acute fentanyl uh, overdose. And then the next autopsy said differently. And if you watch that full body cam footage, I mean, the guy was fucked up on drugs really bad. Now, of course, he doesn't deserve to die if the police officer actually killed him. Uh, but for three months, I was convinced that that was a cold-blooded murder. And when you watch the leaked body cam footage, it's appalling. And you ask yourself, why would the Democrats hold that body cam footage back? And it got leaked to a lot, the London call, uh, Daily Mail or London Caller, I think it was. So somebody in Keith Ellison's office leaked that tape. They were going to hide that from the American people. And uh, you guys ask, why do I support Trump so much? It's, well, you see shit like that. Hiding something that divisive that was destroying America for political gain is why. The media is so corrupt and shit like that is why. So if you haven't seen the full George Floyd body cam video, uh, it's appalling. It'll make you think that you were railroaded and it'll make you think that what that you, that maybe this guy wasn't murdered. Uh, so uh, that that's that one. Uh, of course, we have the one uh, from yesterday in which uh, you see in the background the guy fighting two police officers he, with a knife in his hand. He takes off. The police officer saying, drop the knife, drop the knife. As he runs to his car. Now, remember, police officers don't know if he's going to his car to get a gun. They don't know what he's doing. They tell him, don't go near the car. Put your hands up. Get down. He goes, open the doors to his car and gets shot seven times. Now, uh, I've looked at the video. I, I, I think it sucks. But, I mean, when you got a knife in your hand and you resist arrest and you're wrestling on the floor with police officers and they're t- begging you to stop, you get shot. I mean, I don't want to break his criminal record, but the guy had a warrant for his arrest for third-degree assault, for sexual assault, uh, for, of course, the media is going to make it out like this is this guy was a father of three and a swell-standing citizen. And good news is he's going to live. The bad news is he's going to be paralyzed. But 
you know, um, I think it's a sad state what happened, and I don't like to really like comment on it, but man, you just think you're just gonna you could just fight police officers, pull a knife out on them, go to your car where they don't have any clue if you have a gun in the front seat of your car, and just say it's think it's okay, you know. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And the Dems will now politicize this for the next three weeks and tell everybody in the country how bad police are and we got to get rid of the police and they're all racist and it's all bullshit. But if you watch the George Floyd uh, body cam video, you will not see a racist cop there. You will see cops being as polite as they could to him and you watch him screaming, I can't breathe, I want my mom, before nobody was even touching him, which was their whole narrative was, he couldn't breathe, he wants his mom, because his neck was being stepped on. When he says it, when nobody was even touching him. So uh, that narrative that they spun on the American people for three months is disgraceful. And uh, of course, nobody deserves to die. But uh, that was, uh, that video of the body cam footage really was appalling to me. So that's what's going on with that. Um, I watched the DNC convention and uh, the entire convention, all they wanted to tell was orange man bad, orange man bad, orange man bad. Joe, Uncle Joe is a nice, kind person, vote for him. Of course, they didn't mention any policies at all because they're not running on policies. They're running on Trump is mean, Joe is nice, vote for me. Now, will that message work? I, I just don't think so. But it could. It could. It very Mel White could. I thought, you know, I, I thought Joe Biden's speech was very good, except until he brought up the fucking Charlottesville hoax, the very fine people hoax, where anybody who's listening to my show who believes that Trump called the neo-Nazis very fine people, go look at the exact transcript because he never did. He said that the white supremacists were terrible and they need to be condemned and there were very fine people on both sides of the people arguing for the removal of the statue and the people who had permits to be in that park okay the transcript is right there for all you people who hate trump to read go read charlottesville very fine people hoax and the transcript that was said because trump's done a lot and said a lot of dumb shit but he never said that so for joe biden to go out in his speech and bring up the very fine people hoax that, he, that Trump never said, it discredits him. It makes him absolutely discredited as a candidate, in my mind. Other than that, the speech was inspiring. It was very uplifting. Uh, it was a very well-written speech. I'm sure he probably went over that speech 400 times because you guys say what you want. The guy has dementia. He should be in an old age home for elder abuse. It's the same reason why they just announced he will not be on the campaign trail. They're going to keep him in his basement because that's what they're going to do. They will hide him. Now, with that said, I have 15,000 bet that Biden will never debate Trump. 
Now, he has three debates scheduled. Uh, I'm going to stick to I love my bet because as long as he's ahead in the polls, they're never going to let him debate Trump. Why would they let him debate Trump where he can't keep two sentences together? They're not going to do it. Now, I could be wrong, and if I am, I'm going to lose a lot of money. So um, money that I can't afford to lose. But I really don't believe that Joe Biden will ever debate Trump. And they'll say he got COVID or he's ill or he they'll make some excuse up. Uh, and if I'm wrong, I'll come back on the show and I'll be the first to admit it. And I'll pay my, my bet and I'll uh, move on. But I still don't believe Joe Biden will ever debate Trump. I don't. Well, what's he going to gain out of it? I mean, if he if he starts like rattling off his bullshit that he can't keep two sentences together with, uh, and then he he blows the election. You know, then he falls in the. It's not the Trump narrative. It's a fact. Joe Biden is in mental decline, and it's sad. And I heard he used to be a really nice guy, and uh, it's it's elder abuse. Any way you want to look at it, and you guys. I mean, who knows? They might be able to hide him and pull off the biggest fucking hoax in American history to hide a presidential candidate. A guy will never take an interview because he can't. Every interview he, he takes, he makes says something stupid and grenades something. So, listen, uh, I'm uh, I'm not on the, the fence. Also, like uh, you know, both sides are painting this as doomsday election if trump's re-elected the united states ends as we know it the other side if joe biden gets elected it's the end of the united states as we know it guess what folks if either one gets elected four years from now the united states is going to be the same okay trust me on this now depends on what policies if joe biden gets in office and they're able to get power that they're able to change uh, if it fundamentally changes the United States uh, in a different way uh, but I'm a constitutionalist and uh, I believe that everything in the constitution should be followed so um, you know I'm not a big proponent of all these change agents that they're trying to push forward so you guys know my thought process you know, um, everybody thinks I'm this big Trump supporter. I'm not, okay? I am a supporter of policies that he enacted. Now, you guys might not like it. That's fine. We can debate policy all we want. Uh, I am completely against the policies that uh, the Democrats are pushing. So I will hold my nose and I will vote for Trump, you know? Uh, I am, you know, I, I, listen, the guy says mean, does, says things that are just ridiculous, but you know what? It comes, you know, there's, it's one thing like out in the RNC day one convention last night, they said, you know, Herschel Walker, what a great speech he made at the RNC convention last night. He's like, you know, Trump's the nicest guy in the world. He's not a racist. He, he says, sometimes you got to say things, uh, that people don't like to get things done. And Trump is a problem solver who wants to get things done. So despite what the media tells you, the guy's gotten things done. And you'll watch 
uh, the next three days of the RNC if you're watching that to see the things that he's gotten done. So I'm going to get done talking right now. I'm going to take some phone calls. Uh, we're going to open up the phone lines, 702-329-0480. That's 702-329-0480. We're going to take some live phone calls, and we can discuss whatever you all want to discuss. And uh, we are going to be on here for, uh, we're going to take about a good 30 minutes of phone calls and uh, see how it goes from there, maybe more. So uh, tweet out live phone calls there, buddy, and let's uh, let's see what uh, all the people listening here today have to say. The mouthpiece. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702-329-0480. And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at the Mouth Mattiso on Twitter for times that our call-in segment will be live. All right, let's see how many people want to talk to me today. Maybe nobody. What do I know? It's all good. My cats talk to me. Gizzo. There's Gizzo. He's sleeping, the little baby boy on the couch. Where's Flash? I think they fell asleep early today, the cats. Welcome to the mouthpiece. It's Mike. Who's this? Hey, Mike. This is Matt from Pennsylvania. What's up, Matt? How's it going, buddy? Uh, okay, okay. I'm uh, just sitting here watching your podcast. I really enjoyed um, watching you stream uh, some of those uh, World Series of Poker streams. I was sad to, sad to hear that you couldn't make it to Mexico this year. But, yeah, uh, it sucked. What are your plans for uh, after the World Series as far as is, is there any... Uh, other events going on, like yeah. the or online. I'm gonna I'm gonna stream every day, um, and uh, I'm gonna stream some small tournaments. I don't know about every day, but I'll say three, four days a week, uh, maybe three days a week, and uh, I'll stream some small buy-in WSOP.com events, maybe some ACR events, um, only because a lot of people like what? the streams. So, you know. When's the next, uh, after the World Series, what are, what are you hearing the next uh, big boy tournaments online coming up? You know, I don't know. I know Party's running a big tournament. Um, WPT's running online. But, but we can't play any of those from the United States. So it's like, it's like I don't uh, even, I would, you know what, I don't. I would just wish they would change the laws. Well, I don't understand why they don't let people play poker from every state in, in the United States. And if they want to tax people or whatever they want to do to make money off of whatever yeah. but let people play i mean we can't go out because of the stupid bullshit corona shit yeah let people play play and enjoy themselves i mean yeah. it's like you're keeping everybody home or telling them they got to wear a mask it's, it's ridiculous oh it's beyond ridiculous it's like they really they act like a little piece of paper over your face is going to stop the coronavirus i think it's i mean you don't even want to know what i think I mean, I. Well, you know, I, what, if it, you know, if, if it was up to, uh, if it, I mean, 
I, I hope President Trump, because I think he's going to get reelected because Joe Biden's a complete mental retard. I agree. But I think mm-hmm. that when Trump, when he gets reelected, I really hope he looks into, because he's owned casinos, I hope he looks into well, here, here's legalizing this, gambling oh, okay. in the, here's, online in, in the United States. Here's the thing you need to know. Trump is pro-casino, pro-online poker, pro-online gambling, okay? But... Uh, what uh, Adelson, who owns the Sands, okay, and the Venetian and all that, is the biggest Republican donor in the country, and he hates online gambling. He thinks online gambling is destructive. He thinks it's bad all the way around, um, and he's a big proponent of it. And as long as he's alive um, and donating a hundred million to the Republican. Republican uh, Party, there will be no online poker. You know now, and, you know, that, and that's a, that's a shame that somebody who doesn't need the money, like you could have some really top good poker players out there who yeah. buy into a five hundred dollar, one thousand dollar, even a ten thousand dollar buy an event and can change their lives with a huge win, and they don't get the chance to do it this year because nobody's playing at, in, in Vegas. It's just it sucks. Yeah. And and you know the the poker rooms are open and but I have no interest in going to play poker. Uh, I'm not going to go to go to a hotel and fly to Cabo to play these online events. I'm definitely not going to play a live poker game until there is a vaccine or some kind or therapeutics that are that are 100% going to stop people from dying now. Deaths in America are down to under 300 now a day, which is like peanuts. I mean, people people like look at like they like to look at the death thing. 170,000 Americans have died in six months of Corona, but what you're, what they don't tell you is 190,000 people die in this country. I'm sorry, 140,000 die in this country every month and 190,000 are born every month. And um, it might even be more than that. Uh, but that the last thing I looked, that was on record. And, and they don't, like coronavirus is like the bottom three of, of deaths in the United States. So they, they use, they fear monger everybody to stay home, can't go out, close the beaches, close all this. And they're doing it for political purposes. I mean, that's the bottom line. There is no other reason. Well, and and you want to know something? When it, as it comes to poker, what what I really wish they would do, I mean, especially if they're if they're going to uh, do what they're doing now, where you know people can't play except certain t- certain states and blah blah blah. They need to bring back on national television. I'm not talking apps right now. I'm talking about NBC. They need to bring back like. High limit poker, so you could turn on your television, CBS, and watch you guys well, play. I mean, that's enjoyable. We do. I mean, you if you, you could get a Poker Go subscription. Uh, it's ten bucks a month. Yeah, but that's not the same as national television. Yeah, I, we were gonna do MB. Uh, they were gonna bring back the NBC head up. Uh, they were gonna bring back some high stakes poker, and all that got put on hold when the coronavirus hit. So. Um, you know, we'll see. I wish they would bring back the NBC Heads Up Poker Championship because you've been the reigning champion for seven years because they stopped doing it. I know it sucks. You know, but uh, you got to defend your title. 
Yeah, so they'll, they'll they're definitely going to be bringing that back. I was I was already told that they're bringing back high stakes poker, and uh, I'll be in both and I'll be playing. Uh, my my no limit game has uh, really gotten good, putting in a lot of reps, playing every day online. Um, I, I really like. I'll tell you I what, play. like I I really get excited when I watch the old clips of you playing for like hundreds of thousands of dollars. That's that's pretty exciting to watch. Yeah, I don't want to watch that because that that reminds me of all the money I used to have. So uh, you know, it's a. So <laughs> yeah, the I, thing I, is, I even if you, even if you get a even if you get a loan, you know you're going to make the person's money back and then double your money. Oh yeah, I mean I've got like ten different people willing to stake me in these big games, um, and uh, I mean I I, I just uh, so we'll see what happens. I, uh, I'm looking I think to it. I honestly think if you if you let people stake you you would you do really good when it comes to high limit cash games because oh, yeah. I'll never forget that hand where you played against Daniel and you flopped the the king's full yeah. and uh, it was just a uh, that pot was like unbelievable it was like a billion dollar Listen, pot or whatever the was. I was the second biggest winner in high stakes poker behind uh, uh, Tom Dwan, maybe third. Tom Dwan and Phil Ivey and me were top three. I think it was Tom Dwan was number one. I think I was two at Ivey three. Uh, I ran good, but I also, I mean, people like, oh, why you play so tight, Mike? Well, gee, if you don't play a hand for two hours and you raise and six people call, why in the fuck would I do anything but play tight? Now, if I open and they all fold, well, then I start playing more pots. See what I'm saying? So if you know, they're gonna... my, my, one of my favorite one of my favorite things that you say is I'm I what you say I played them like a fiddle. Yeah, I played them like a fiddle. Yeah, I do that I, a lot. I love I love that. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, you know, if you if you want to, you know, I know there's not much no uh, online poker in the U.S., but you know, I got a private home game that I play one two and two four dollar no limit PLO. Uh, so if you want to join that, you can uh, email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. And uh, I got, we got a lot of, a nice group of people that play in the private game. So uh, it's a lot of fun. And uh, Okay, I'll definitely, I'll definitely look into that. And, and yeah. you know, before I go, Mike, I just want to say one other thing. And I don't know if this is, I, I could be wrong here, but I really like seeing you and Daniel getting along, texting. You know, I, that makes me feel good. Well, yeah, I mean. Uh, back we, in the day, we're the were the best to watch on TV, the banter. And I remember watching the one episode where his mom and your mom showed up at the high stakes poker. That's just really nice. Yeah, to see. yeah. I mean, yeah, that was, uh, we were, we used to be really close. It's, it's good that we're getting along now. Um, you know, with the election coming up, uh, we, we, we feel, it's hard because we feel it's bad. We but. feel it's best that we, um, try not to, I mean, I, I listen. I'm very passionate about my politics, but I have tremendous, uh, really good. I don't discredit other people's politics. For some reason, the people on the left, the party of love, they don't tolerate anybody else's views, and I don't understand I that. I tolerate anybody. I I literally talk with with two of my friends that are li- liberals. One is on the far left, and we talk three, four times a night, a, a week. One person I talked to last night for two hours. We discussed uh, what she thought of the first um, 
day of the RNC, and she watches it, and uh, and she's on the far left, you know, and she was very disappointed with the DNC convention. She felt the same way I felt, which is there wasn't any policy, and all they did was talk how bad Trump is and pander to the black vote. Pander, 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 yeah. pander, 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 you know? Well, you know what? I- I just want to say, like politics aside, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you ever, I don't know if you ever watch any of when Daniel streams it or the games he's been playing in Mexico. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, I think it would be, I think it would be phenomenal if on one of those streams you just randomly called him on his phone and just attack him about random stuff. I think that would be funny. Yeah. Well, you know, we're going to have uh, Phil Humuth is going to be streaming on my YouTube channel this Saturday from Colorado. I know, I'm excited about that. So that should be really good, and I'm going to kind of narrate the game because he wants to just focus. Uh, he might chime in a little you know, bit, learn breaks, but that's you know, about I, it. I, I, was, I was secretly hoping that Phil would convince you to hop on the private plane and go down there with him. Well, here's the deal. He had, we talked about it, um, he wanted to invite, he was 40% to have me go. Um, and then, uh, uh, he, you know, Phil's, Phil's one of those people that thinks the coronavirus is going to kill everyone. Uh, so he was like, well, you have to fly commercial to Palo Alto. And, uh, I don't know how safe that is. I'm like, Phil. I have a mask, a good one, where nothing could get in. I could fly to commercial to Palo Alto. I'm like, just like you flew to Vegas, you know, there's nothing really to worry about, Phil. I'm, I'm like, you do understand. See, here's the thing. If I didn't have underlying conditions, like, I think it's funny. I looked at a chart yesterday. 92% of all deaths are from people with underlying condition or for a 75 years of age or older. 92%, right? But the media won't tell you that. They want to tell you how unsafe it is to open the schools, how unsafe it is for this, unsafe it is for that, because as long as... They just go and blame Trump for everything. Well, yeah, the they want to blame Trump died. for everything, and they want to keep the schools closed, because as long as the schools are closed, parents can't go back to work, and they have to stay home, which hurts, stops the economy from from rebounding faster in the next two months and that's all political it's all bullshit i mean there's only 14 people under the age of 18 in the whole world that have died from coronavirus but they want to close the schools and they, they didn't they, 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 give me a break man and all these fucking guess, yeah, millionaire might, guess what yeah guess what i i, I had diarrhea this morning i'm gonna blame trump well yeah of course yeah i i, I fucking <laughs> took a shit this morning idiot. too it's trump's fault Everything's Trump's fault. They act like like there was uh, unity. Oh, we're going to bring unity. Like Obama brought unity. He was the most divisive yeah, yeah, president in the history of our country. You know? Ask, ask, Phil, Helmuth, ask Phil Helmuth about the unity that they're causing in his home state of Wisconsin right now, destroying yeah. uh, family-owned businesses. Dude, they don't for, care. For, for a guy who got shot because he did disobey the direct order from a police officer. After what? Well, pulled I a mean, knife, too. What are police supposed to do? Just let people do whatever they want? They don't, oh, okay, if you're going to get a gun, I'll just stand here and wait for you to shoot the, me They're first. telling him, get down, get down, don't go to your car. He just opened that car door. They don't know he doesn't have a shotgun in that front seat. They don't know. Their lives are fucking, at stake. He can, have a fucking, he can have a fucking handgun underneath the seat. No fucking shit. No fucking shit. Now the Dems are going to politicize it for the next fucking month. 
okay? And they're going to make a martyr out of this guy who they had a warrant for fucking, uh, uh, what's it called? Domestic violence, sexual assault. They had a warrant for the for him, okay? But they're going to turn him into a martyr because he had three kids and he just, so, yeah, give me a break. I don't even want, it's, I don't even want to get into it. You know, it's it's never any it's never a a, a law abiding wholesome family man that gets killed. It's always somebody with a heavy rap sheet, somebody who well, George Floyd put a knife to a pregnant woman's belly because I'm going to kill you and the right. kid. Well, I mean, come on, give me a break. Well, here, not, the police don't go after people who are obeying the law. They, they're not fuck. Is there racist cops? Probably, but you know what? They're not saying, oh, well, let's arrest this guy. Let's shoot him. He's black. Get the fuck out of here, man. They're so stupid. Anyways, I got to go. I got another call. Uh, uh, thanks right, for calling. My guy. I like the beard, by the way. Good beard. Good choice in color. You got it, buddy. Take care, man. Later. Welcome to the mouthpieces. Mike, what's going on, man? Not much, man. It's Frank. What you been up to, brother? Frank, what's going on, my man? Oh, same old shit, you know? Playing the home game every day with my guys. Uh, How you been running? Uh, not so good this week. Uh, I won like yeah. 1,900 last week. Uh, yeah, a small game and everything, but I lost, uh, no, I lost 2,300 in one day. I won three fifths. I think I lost not what I won back when I won last week. I think I lost, but, uh, so I'm just playing with the guys in the group in the home game, like two to four hours a day. Um, we have a lot of fun with that. Uh, watching the hockey um, watching the DNC convention, the RNC convention, uh, trying to uh, pick apart what I liked about the DNC convention, what I didn't like. Uh, same with the RNC, right, right. same with the RNC convention because I'm not a partisan hack. Uh, I tell people I, I tweeted out yesterday: watch the RNC convention. If you don't, you're a partisan hack, and if you're a partisan hack, you don't give a fuck about this country, anyways. So. I don't deal with people that are far right or far left. You know, you have to have debate in this country. If you can't have debate, the country's going to go to shit anyway. So that's all. I don't know what I am anymore, Mike, to be honest with you. I'm so fed up with this shit, man. Like, Well, uh, that's the thing. You're fed up with it. I'm fed up with politics, too. This is going to be a bloody election. And then I got to turn on the NBA and watch all their political fucking statements. You know, and I'm just, and it's just, I don't need that. You know, I watch sports to not I gotta watch be political A hundred percent. I got to be honest. And uh, I, I felt like I was being censored or I was censoring myself because I didn't feel like getting attacked. Because if you have an opinion, if it's contrary to liberal or left wing, then you could lose your you could lose your you could lose job. your job you could lose everything see your that's what the turned upside down that's what people don't understand that's why trump's going to win don't pay attention to the polls if you think people were afraid to say they were supporting trump in 2016 how many people you think are going to go out there and say they're supporting trump in 2020 okay yeah, i mean uh, this is this is cancel culture the, they want to can't to that's I mean at least I can at least me and Daniel can agree on one thing cancel culture is uh, uh, the worst thing to ever happen to this country you know what I mean I you believe in capitalism yeah but you can't cancel people. I can't agree with nothing man I don't know I mean Daniel uh, to be honest with you I like to punch him in his face sometimes well man. I mean he's uh, he's very he's opinionated an intelligent guy I but, yeah I know and you know what pisses me off because like. 
his opinion is the only one that matters. You know what I mean? Well, that's because he's a sheep. And that's not knocking him as a person. A sheep, definition of a sheep. A sheep is somebody that watches only CNN and and MSNBC and then regurgitates that to social media as fact. Yeah, okay? 100%. Now, I have plenty of liberal friends that aren't sheep. I even have a friend, my friend John Garza. He's not a sheep. He fucking hates Trump's guts. He fucking tweets out disdaining things about Trump. But guess what? If I tell him to watch something on the right-wing media or watch a video, he'll watch it. If I say to Daniel, hey, send him something to watch it, his answer is, oh, that's from Fox News. That's all propaganda and all lies. Yeah, that, exactly. You know, yeah. That's, and then guess that's what? You're, you're an asshole and you're, right. you're, you're retarded. I hate using Correct. that word, but no, I agree. Uh, you're crazy. You, you're mentally ill because right. you're right-wing. Right. Um, but the thing yeah, is, whatever. that I didn't I, call I it to only, talk about Daniel, but... Right. That's it. Listen, I've known Daniel for 22 years. He's very opinionated. He uses his opinion as fact. And um, he always thinks he's right. And uh, that doesn't mean that he's not. Uh, Well, I think the perfect word, Daniel is a self-righteous prick. I well, think that's, uh, if I had to sum him up in a few words. You know, words, listen, that, that's, that's a fine opinion to say, but I know deep down he's a good-hearted person. Okay, it's That's like cool. you guys are friends. You know, it's like it's like it's like it's the same with Phil. You know, Phil says some of the most outrageous, dumbest shit. Okay, but deep down, he's a good-hearted person. And in the poker world, in a cutthroat industry of the poker world, there's not that many good-hearted people. That I mean, there's a lot of good people. But when I say good-hearted, I'm talking about people who will go out of their way and do things lot for other people without hesitation and care about other people. And Phil is one of those people and so is Daniel. Now, when it comes, he is very self-righteous and he is very opinionated, that he is. But, um, you know, listen, a lot of people say- Money isn't the source of happiness. Yeah, a lot of people will say he says a lot of bad things about me on his podcast, but, uh, you know, that's out of, he does it out of frustration, I mean, because are you guys that tight of friends? To we where used you could, to be. You know, say shit like that and well, be cool we, because well, the way it looks to me that he's not your friend when he says things like that. That's just how I take it. I, like, I, I would speak about a friend of mine like that. I agree, uh, but he, 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 listen, he takes his politics with him to the grave. Like, I say this to people all the time. If you get too wrapped up in politics, it'll destroy your life, whether it's on the left or the right. And, I, and I've been there. I've been where politics has controlled my life. So I understand it. You just gotta, like, honestly, like, you, you, you don't see me much on Twitter the last month. And you won't see me much in the last two months. I'll throw some comments. I don't get on social media at yeah. all, to be honest with you, man. Yeah. I, gotta, I wanna tell you something, honestly, while I have a platform, whatever. I want to say I feel like my uh, like my rights are being infringed upon, and that's what I don't like. Like I seen this Goodyear shit that came out. Oh, unbelievable! Say all lives matter, black lives, uh, but black lives matter, LGBTQ, homo is all good. Excuse me, you know. Not that I have anything against that. No, I mean morally, I don't believe in it, but that's me. Whatever. But I feel like. I agree. I, honestly, I think it's a double standard to say Black Lives Matter and it's, you can't say All Lives Matter. Right. If you well, are a, uh, if you're a heterosexual white male in this country, they talk about white privilege. You're fucked now. 
Oh That's yeah. God's honest truth. No, you can't say a fucking ball. word. No shit. Because the fucking they're pushing an agenda, and yes. I know it doesn't and sound like that much. They have doesn't have the black community in in, in their uh, best interest. To be honest with you, they, they're using them. Of course they are. They're using them. They don't give a fuck. What if Joe Biden or or even Obama for eight years done for black America? Nothing. Yeah, exactly. You know, they've look done at what nothing. Beetlejuice is done in Chicago. You exactly. Beetlejuice. She does look like Beetlejuice. That's funny. She looks like the little dude from Beetlejuice. That's so funny. <laughs> at the end there, the little head. That's fucking funny. That is yeah, funny. Oh, I have a lot of friends that live in like Chicago. It. They, the, the Chicago's burning. Chicago's burning. Fucking Wisconsin's burning. What is it, that mob? Millionaire Mile? That little, that area there? Yeah. Shit, you know? they, I, I want to say this also, man. What was that little, that little boy, God rest his soul, five years old, got shot in the head? You Do wouldn't you see white males going and burning and no. leaving uh, Louis Vuitton and Gucci because no. it has nothing to fucking do with the matter at hand. It has nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. That's why I called out LeBron at the beginning of this show. If it, And just like the guy from Orlando Magic who stood for the National Anthem and they were asked why he didn't kneel, he's like, because I don't believe in the Black Lives Matter movement. If they actually and cared... Get, yeah, if you don't if said, you have a problem they, with America, then get the fuck out. Right. If you cared about Black Lives... You'd care about the 60 shot last weekend and five killed. No, Nothing to be you heard of. talk about Chicago and then come talk to me about the seven, eight we got dead from police. Right. Nine unarmed police officers, nine unarmed people got killed by police last year. Seven were justified. Okay. Eight this year. Okay. You're, you're talking about millions and millions of arrests. It's a fucking lie they're selling the American people. And because they got the media lapdogs in their pocket, they can pass the lies. That's all. That police. I just yeah, can't even believe a major. Going to shit. How is a major political party come out and condemning police? I. Like I, I mean, the, that's how much they want that's power. Fucking ridiculous. Eighty-one percent. Eighty-one percent of African Americans want more police in their area. So what are they? What what are they following? Are they following the ten percent on Twitter? The far left crazies on Twitter? I don't even understand. Go to Baltimore. Yeah, go to Baltimore and defund the police and see how it turns out in a month. Go. It's, listen. Uh, I think the riot and the defund the police and the the Joe Biden not calling out the 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 looting and the all the crime and the murders and everything going on in this country will be the downfall. That's of ridiculous. Him. But but yeah, if you watch I'm all left, for peaceful protest, right? Man, that's our you know it's our right, right, as Americans. But uh, this rioting and looting and shit, it's ridiculous. But and you watch that left forward, wing media, you won't hear a thing. They're fucking they silent. It, though. This is yeah, why they're, they're, I know I'm on the right. Reparation. Frank. This is why I know I'm on the right side of history. Because you have a media that's completely ignoring the country fucking burning and hundreds and hundreds of black businesses being burned to the ground where their black lives matter. That's how I know. 100%. The only reason why they're not showing it is, is for political purposes. That's how I know I'm Absolutely. on the right side of history. 
That's it. You want to know something too, man? Uh, like with these statues, they want to bring down and stuff. Do, do what a, you joke. know? Obviously, no one, no one believes in slavery. We all know that's fucked up yeah. and it's abolished. All right, but the truth of the matter is that hi- history is there for a reason. Because if we don't learn about it, it it it, 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 it repeats might repeat itself. itself eventually. Of course, it will. Exactly. And there you go. Read the book, uh, "The I'm Rise and Fall of the Third Reich." You'll learn a lot about how Hitler came to power and shit. If you if you if you erase history, you will history will repeat itself. Okay? You 100%. have to you have to make it better. You have to learn from your mistakes. When people put out an offensive tweet when they're 14 years old and now they're 28 and working in the White House, you don't bring up a tweet and try and cancel them. Okay? That's just out of line. Just like when Doug Polk went after Daniel for fucking wearing blackface in 2003. First of all, I was at that party. Jesus. He dressed up as a Jamaican guy. It's not that big of a guy. fucking deal. Things like that. Yeah. I, I got to say this too, man. Please, yeah. And a lot of people might get mad at me for it, but mm-hmm. they talk about cultural appropriation. That drives me crazy. All right? You can't wear a dashiki. You can't do this. You can't do that. Yeah. It's cultural appropriation. A white girl wore an uh, yeah. Asian Bullshit. style dress, and that's culture. Bullshit. But how about... I have to say this. How about wearing weave? That's not natural hair for African Americans. So how is that not cultural appropriation? I don't know, man. You get I just, that's a double standard. The bottom line is this. I don't we, give a fuck about here's it. The thing, you know what I mean? Here's the thing that bothers me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna end our conversation on this note because I got another caller. That's cool. Okay, is this? We live in the greatest country in the world, the home of the brave, Amen. the land of the fucking free. Okay. Exactly. Not the land of you gotta wear a mask, you gotta be inside. This is, we we don't live in a land of government telling us what to do. That's China. Yeah. Okay? All that shit is just grooming. They want to put China fucking policies in our country. Okay. They want to fucking silence free speech. If I if somebody wants to call me a kike because I'm Jewish, that's their prerogative. Okay. Because it's right, their right. free speech. I mean, it's not okay? cool, but right. It's not yeah, cool. Right. It's their free speech. Just like when the ACLU stuck up from the from the white clans Nazi people in Skokie, Illinois, uh, 30, 40 years ago, or 19, in the 70s. That, that's their right as Americans for free speech. Now, all of a sudden, if you say something they don't like... You could fucking lose your job. You could be canceled. 100%. Okay? Your life they don't want down. free speech. The left is suppressing free speech, and that's why. Listen, I I only fucking lean right because I, tur- I didn't know shit about politics. I took a survey, and one of the questions was, do you need an ID to vi- vote? And I'm like, of course you do. And the left is all about no ID because ID is racist because people can't afford an ID. It's a joke. The government can issue mandatory voting ID to everybody for free. It would cost them 10 cents each in bulk, maybe 20 cents each. But the fucking right left don't want it because they want the illegals to vote. Okay, it's the same reason why they don't want to secure the border. But. The right, they jerry, there, there is gerrymandering and voter suppression because they do it because the other side does it with the fucking illegals. So both sides sure. are fucking, are, are, are literally 
responsible for voter suppression and trying to get other people to vote. And that's the same reason why they want mail-in ballots. What there's a see what they don't seem to the the the, the media on the left won't tell you what the media on the right does is. There's a big difference between absentee ballot and mail-in ballot. Absentee ballot, right, right. you have to put in for them to send you a form. Universal mail-in ballots, they're sending out hundreds of millions for anybody who's on a voting roll. And half gotcha. the people have moved or are dead. I know. Yeah, listen, absolutely. I don't know many people. Okay, I might know 20 people like that I'm friends with. And three of them have dead people, relatives that they've been voting for for more than 10 years. That's all you need to That's know. Crazy. Three out of 20 that I know. So how many That's are not... how many dead people are voting? You know? Yeah, and, 100%. And listen, Trump's 100% right. If you get universal villain ballots and you don't know where they're going or who they're going to, they're going to vote. Then they're going to go to voting booths and vote again. You're not going to know because well, you don't funny. That was the plot need of the movie Black Sheep. Yeah, you don't need an ID to vote. See, people think that the right just makes this shit up. Yes, in Nevada you need an ID to vote. But in California, New York, all these liberal cities, you don't need an ID to vote. Uh, I know many of people who have voted two, three, four times that live in California. They've That's told nuts. me. Okay, that's that why. Nuts. That's why they. The, the, listen, I think if it was on the up and up, fucking Trump would win California too. Look what they've done to that state. They've destroyed it. Yeah, hundred percent shithole. You know, shithole, shit yeah. on the streets, needles on the ground. It's nuts. Dude, my cousin had to move. He lived in a very nice neighborhood in the valley because there was homeless people and, uh, and shooting up all over the street that, up down the end of his street. His daughter couldn't even play on the street. So, yeah, that's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. Hey, let me ask you a poker-related question, man, sure. and I'll let you go, man. You got it. Hey, what do you think about this uh, heads-up match? If you had to set, is there a line set on it And uh, with Daniel and Polk? Doug Polk's a favorite. Um, I think he's a huge favorite. If I have to say, I, honestly, I, I, I think he's probably a 3-1 to one favorite. I don't think so. I got I, the heebie-jeebies. I, I, I don't know. Daniel has a good teacher. I like Daniel's chances. Um, you want a sweat bet on it? Doug hasn't played poker in three, four years. Daniel plays every day. Uh, let me tell you something. There, in No Limit Hold'em, especially head up, there's a lot to be said about that. So, um, But it doesn't matter because— You want a $500 sweat bet? You know bet why it doesn't matter? You have to understand this, too. No, I'm not going to take a bet with you. But you know what? You have to put this into consideration. Doug's playing his own money, whatever he wins or loses— and plus a million dollars, okay? I would have been a million on the side. That's awesome. Yeah, GG Poker is putting up all of Daniel's buy-ins plus the million if he loses. Right. So Daniel will be playing where he has nothing to lose. Yeah, you know he's going to try. And, and if you don't think a million, I don't care how much money Doug Polk has, a million dollars plus whatever, maybe it's one point four million. That's a lot of fucking money. No, I'm sure he's selling some of his action, though, to be honest with you. I mean, secretly, honestly, maybe. I would imagine so. Maybe, but the other person's playing for zero, and everything he wins is right. in his pocket. So yeah, he's free rolling. That, so that's, a, that's a big that, – you have to put that in consideration, too. So, anyways, yeah, got to go, Frank. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening hey, to the mouthpiece. And if, uh, if, you, if you haven't joined my home game yet, you can check it out. Uh, mouth poker at Yahoo. Yeah, yeah, I tried the positive last night. I'll play tonight. Oh, I think that was you last. Maybe that was you last night that uh, 
Somebody came out. Yeah, it was like four in the morning. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. I figured it might have been. Yeah, I was drunk as shit. I came back from the bar. Yeah, my my guy was. I'll uh, I'll be on tonight. My guy was sleeping. All right, you got it, buddy. Take care, Frank. Later. See you, bro. Welcome to the mouthpiece. Is Mike? What's going on, buddy? Oh, just hanging in there. How are you doing today? Good, man. Who's this? This is uh, BC, um, Virginia Beach from Texas. Uh, oh. Hold on, I'm trying to mute you. All right, sounds good. On the Twitch thing. Yeah, no problem. Turn that off. No, uh, I've seen you on TV before, and I turned on your stream just recently, and uh, I saw that you were, you know, touting the marijuana thing. Yeah. And your, and your, and your, uh, faith that you're doing and then i saw the political stuff and everything and my question basically lies in the fact of you know poker being a non-productive thing you know as far as that goes have you ever have you ever you know had some epiphanies as far as that goes and the fact of like getting out of getting out of poker no 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 not getting out of poker it's like you know it seems like you're spouting off all this stuff and it seems like you're screaming into an echo chamber instead of doing anything productive as oh, far as, and, and I'm not saying that you are or aren't. Um, my question is what do you think, you know, that lies in, in what you're trying to pull off? Well, what I'm trying, and what are you trying I, to pull I'll, off? I'll explain to you what I'm trying to pull off. Okay. Um, have you yeah? Have you ever listened to my podcast before? I have not, and I'm, I apologize. Okay. I'm a first yeah. time. Oh, first great! Time. Yeah, you if know. you listen to my podcast, you'll understand uh, pretty much what I'm what I what I was trying to pull off. Now, I was going. Uh, we had our podcast very mainstream. I had a lot of mainstream political people on. Uh, I was going to take the podcast uh, mainstream for the election because. Uh, politics sells there's a lot of money to be made in politics sure uh, i ended up deciding on just speaking my opinions um and not getting too political because i was in a contract uh negotiation for a casino in town here uh where i was going to be um uh bringing the podcast live from their sports book and also um uh, and I, you know, we have a couple hundred thousand people that listen to the podcast, and so they didn't want any politics. So I backed off of politics, and then uh, this was, uh, and then the coronavirus hit, so uh, we didn't get the deal. Uh, so, uh, but I, uh, what I'm basically trying to do, you're asking me what I'm saying is, in the poker world, um, we have a lot of people, a lot of young people, who are literally brainwashed by left-wing uh, leftist um, like professors that they went to college with. Uh, uh, literally, uh, I turned this thing off and now it keeps going on. And so what I'm trying to do is somewhat educate people like they like to spout bullshit on Twitter and I have to combat it with what I believe is the truth. And there's a lot of truth that they don't see because left-wing media lies and covers up so much of the truth that's going on in the country. So whenever they spout bullshit, I then, 
if they don't, for a while, I was just answering them and going into Twitter wars with them. And I said to myself, that's just stupid. So basically, I have my podcast and people listen to me. I, I kind of explain what's actually going on because I am uh, very well educated in politics because I was I was basically bedridden for 15 months because of my injury. So uh, I have learned a lot and I... I yes, I know Trump's not the nicest guy in the world, but I also know where, what his policies did for this country until coronavirus hit. And in this country, listen, it's about, not about about who's the nicest guy in the world. You know what I'm saying? It's about I'm really, what, I'm really not trying to get into that. What I was what the point, yeah. not the point I'm trying to make. The question I'm I'm curious of is, you know. Have you have you explored you know exactly who you are? I know you were bedridden. I mean, you were doing you're doing marijuana now. Have you done mushrooms? And and and, and if so, have, have you found enlightenment? And this is this is your cause, and that is what you want to go for. Or are there other things gotcha. that you um, think you can help the world in? Well, period? that's the thing. Is I uh, you know after I got sick and I was. You know, very sick for like four and a half years, where I was could barely move. Um, it, it, it gave me a it, yeah, it gave me a whole new perspective on life. Uh, my whole life revolved around the green felt, playing poker. My whole life, and uh, then I got into politics, and I'm I'm writing a book. Uh, it's called Poker Pain and Politics: How All Three Made Me a Better Person. And basically, it, it's really nothing to do with really poker. Or politics or pain, but it has everything to do with it. In other words, you know, I played poker and the only thing I knew about was the green felt, right? Then I developed the injury in which I lived in chronic pain, debilitating for four and a half years. Um, and then politics in which I learned how many people are suffering in the world. Like I never even watched TV for 25 years. So all I ever knew about was poker, sports, HBO, or going to a movie. I never watched news. I never watched any sitcoms. I didn't watch one episode of TV for 25 years. So once well, I- became, uh, Well, on that on that edge, I mean, you're one of the top 1% of poker players, you know? Mm -hmm. Everybody else, the other 99, are probably on that pain and edge also. Right. I'm my, I'm my, and my curiousness is, is when did that epiphany come that, or, it, or has it? Or? It came, it came uh, basically when I stopped feeling sorry for myself. For three and a half years, all I did is blame everybody for my injury, feel sorry for myself, and play the victim, okay? And if you could relate, see, I and, and then I learned in life you got to play the victor. You can't play the victim, okay? And when you go in and you relate that with politics, but does well, that mean that there has to be a victim for you to be the victor? Well, you can't be a victim, okay? And what? And this is what I why I became politically engaged is what does the left tell you every day? You were born. I wouldn't know. I'm disengaged. Okay, okay good. Well, I what they basically turned on and dropped out. Got you're smart. Okay, I'm glad to hear that. But basically, they're telling you, you don't have a fair shake because you're this color. They're or, telling people. Yeah, or you're Mexican, or you're African-American, and you don't get a fair shake because of the color of your skin, or whatever. And they play the victim card, 
okay? Which is what I did for three and a half years. And in life, my dad used to always tell me before he passed away in April, um, he told oh, used to always tell me, in life, son, you have to work. You, ha- you wanna be successful in life, you have to work hard at it. And the other side's telling you, vote for us and we're gonna help you. And you don't need to work, you don't, to be successful. But, but as somebody who's gone through a major injury like yourself and, 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 and kind of really seen, you know, what life is really about. Right. I mean, what is your idea of success? Is well, that, is that right, money well, and, and power or is that uh, it's about right now? That's what a good it? that's a good question. And my answer to you is right now, I want to help the world. Okay, I want to make the world a better place. How are you doing this? I'm doing it through my voice, through my podcast, through my actions, through charity. And I'm not saying you're not. I'm just curious. Through charity poker events, um, through uh, through even my private game, where I'm running a game where where I'm zooming, giving back to my fellow poker players that you know how many times I have had people say I want to play one dollar two dollar or 50 cent in a dollar with you will you come join my room well now I open my own room where they get to play with me zoom with me I'm trying to give back to the poker community in that way um, I'm also trying to give back to the world I'm trying to help the world because like if I it's really weird you hear about all these people who have a Oh, this guy's a billionaire, and he just gave ten million to charity. I'm like, and then like, like poker players will say, "Well, that guy just gave ten million to charity." I said, "Do you understand? That's like me giving ten cents." Okay. Sure, absolutely. I said, I and I give like probably fifty thousand a year to charity. So, sure. if somebody's worth a hundred and fifty billion, okay, and I'm worth three hundred thousand, and I'm giving fifty thousand a year to charity. Okay, with these people that are worth 150 billion, that if they give 50 billion or 10 billion a year to charity, I'll I'll respect them. Not 10 million, you know. And it all it's all irrelevant, you know what I'm saying? So, does that make me a better person because I give that much to charity or whatever? No. It's the thing is is in this world you gotta you gotta care about other people. Yeah, you got to listen. The reason why the coronavirus. is still as bad as it is, even though it's 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 reached a record low. The one today. thing I saw you say about that, if, I, if you don't mind me interrupting, the yeah. one thing I saw you say about that that kind of just didn't rub me the right way was, you know, all these young people aren't dying of this, and 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 the problem is, is those young people go see grandma, you know, hey, yeah. grandma's dying, but you, you know, and that listen, and that's the kind grandma of, and grandpa, they've lived a good life, okay. What's going to these kids? What I'm trying to say is these kids, okay, if you keep kids locked down and out of school, they are going to be psychologically destroyed their entire life. Think about when you were 15, 14, 13, 12, okay? And think about what, think about how traumatized, like, what would you, I mean, these kids need to be out. And they're healthy. I have a nephew, I have a nephew right around that age group group and i i understand that and and and, and listen, listen it's a, there's it's no a, easy answer there's no there no is the answer it just it, it, it feels like you're it feels like i mean like i said i'm a first time first time i appreciate uh, this it. is my first time tuning in um it seems like you're on the more aggressive 
side of, you well, know, those thing, fuckers are wrong and us fuckers are right. No, no, I'm not. It doesn't fly with No, I no. Mean, I'm actually not like that That's just how all. it felt. That's just how it felt yeah. in the first, like I said, listen, 30 minutes I got home, I turned on your Twitch. I, listen, I, listen. Only I, because it was suggested to me. Yeah, I, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. And, and, no, I mean, I have my own political beliefs okay like I, I i lean five degrees right of center okay but that's my opinion now the thing is is though is what can we all do to make the world a better place and that's kind of you know when you said do i have an opinion it's easy. don't I, be I a dick don't be a dick it's well, fucking easy you're right that's, that's the fucking you're right answer. don't be a dick and i tell and people you, and this is without being religious i say this to people all the time how would the world be if everybody in the world followed the Ten Commandments. That's it. That's all they have to do. Thou shalt not well, steal. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not covet. Thou shalt not murder. Thou shalt not fucking whatever they all are. You know, there's whatever they are. I if mean, you don't covet anybody, you're yeah. never going to get married. What's so the biggest? Right. But, right. but what's the biggest problem with the world? Everybody is jealous of what other people have. They covet. Well, and that goes and that goes back into poker. Everybody's right. out for themselves. Correct. So and, and how that's, can you? You know, that's a big problem I mean, in this country. It's, you know. Well, I mean, and then uh, I mean, poker is a zero sum game. I mean, yeah. Winners and losers. Period. End of story. Right. You know, and but like you've got to reconcile that with yourself. And I mean, I'm not saying you do. I'm just yeah. saying one has to reconcile that with. But themselves. when I play poker, Say, look, I'm not making the world better or worse. Yeah. I'm just existing. But, I mean, it seems like, you know, no. you want to make it better. And no, I do. I do. And the thing is, is is my whole life I cared about playing poker and what was good for me. Now I care about what am I going to do to make this country and the world a better place. And that's coming from my injury. That's coming from me going broke fucking eight times. That's coming from me you used to have no value for hey, money. rookie. <laughs> well, after the fifth, I said I'd never I'm go kidding. broke again, and then I went broke again, again, and again. But guess, but now I'm never going to go broke again, and it's because I've learned a value of a dollar. I've learned other things outside of poker, and uh, it's a shame it took me to 49 years old, almost 50 years old, to figure it out. But at least I figured it out. And uh, well, I'm, I'm just a little younger than you, and I appreciate the conversation and you opening up like that. Um, yeah. You know, all I mean, I'm not going to give you any advice, yeah. but man, just just positive, fucking. You know, you gotta. Be. I mean, yeah, take you some got... mushrooms and fucking find never, out what the listen, world is really about. I've never done mushrooms. They 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 used to want me to do it back when I used to be addicted to all the drugs in the early 2000s. I used See, to say it's I got not about it. I know, but I used it will, to say it will change your addiction. I used to say I have enough drug problems, so I never did it. I never smoked pot till two years ago. And smoking pot, I and I don't. I only smoke before I go to sleep, uh, and I take a couple of hits because it helps me go to sleep. But when I started smoking a little bit of pot, it allowed me to get off the the antidepressants. It allowed me to get a uh, good, good get off you. of the sleep, get, get off the uh, sleeping pills, um, and it's helped me out mentally tremendously. Uh, I can't even good begin for you. to describe. Good for you. So I mean, I'm not a big fan of have you smoke. had any like any strange like awesome epiphanies where you were like stunned and just like oh absolutely I see that's something else i see everything Dude, like all the things that i see like like i literally 
That's why when I have my opinion of like, I, I truly from the bottom of my heart and every instinct of my body tells me that this coronavirus was released on the United States and the world on purpose. Okay. And most of that and comes it may from, have well be it may have well yeah. been but and most I don't of think that you and I have the info fucking channels to know if it was or right. wasn't but we most, just know that it's here but most of that comes from when I am smoking pot and I get in a deep thought and then I I do a lot of searching and there's way too many coincidences that have happened for this virus to not have been done on purpose and if, well how, how did you know, one how did one day taking a political test and seeing that. Uh, you shouldn't have an ID to vote turning to I love Trump, who is like uh, the antithesis of not a good person. Because in my opinion, be, but, in my opinion. But uh, but again, do do, do I want to when I see one Wrong. party, when I see one party saying saying. But to, there's but why are you why, where is the gray? OK, where well, because the gray that you're because, talking about, because why are you policy policy the policies okay until the coronavirus hit the united states had the lowest unemployment in the history of the country lowest unemployment for I black haven't turned on the rnc yet but yeah. i know for a fact that they did not update their policies from 2016 okay they have not why would they out what 20, they're doing what but the 2016 policies they're, 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 the policies had legal. them had had the lowest unemployment rate in the entire history of the country for black that was Americans. Inherited. It was inherited. It was not inherited. That's what the left wing I mean, media is wasn't. telling maybe you. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know enough no. to say go, whether it was. Let's put it this way. I apologize. Go I'm not look, gonna get into a political go, yeah, yeah. I go yeah, yeah. Go look what, what the unemployment rate was when Trump took office and go look what it was in February before coronavirus hit. And go look at how the, every single record stock market, every record that we broke, every record for everything there was economically. And when you have economic success, you have the country has success. So do I hold my nose and I vote for a guy that's going to help the country economically, not for a guy who's I, been in office? I think that's what you should do. Right. I think not you for should. A, right. You know, not for a guy who's that should help the country. Right. Joe Biden has been in office since I was three years old. I'm 52 years Dude. old. What did the guy Listen, do for 49 years? But, but like, how come you haven't had the epiphany of right, left? They're fucking all fucking dudes. They are all. I say all it, out to get You got to listen to my podcast. I say it every time. I say the left. Okay. This is my what I say. I say the left is evil. The right are a bunch of crooked criminals. So I said, hmm. What am I going to do? I believe you. I believe right. that's your stance. Right. I, I, so, I mean, so do you, do you go for evil or do you go for criminals? And I'm like, well, crooks, crooks just steal. Evil destroys people. And I said, I take the crooks over the evil. And that's where I say, but no, I call them both out. Are you kidding? You have no, to. No, and, I, I, I don't doubt that. Yeah, and I, I, listen, I'm just worried. I've had some really high end. Like the, the one of the speakers at the RNC last night, Andrew Pollack, he was on my podcast. Okay, uh, he's a very pro-Trump conservative. I've had uh, uh, Scaramucci. Who's that girl from fucking Puerto Rico? Fucking Don Jr.'s girlfriend. Oh, oh, that oh was, she's she per- was horrible. Yeah, she was yelling. I thought she was terrible. Also, yelling and then pretending like she's like some first-generation American yeah. when like way too loud. She was way too. Listen, it was she didn't need to yell. I thought I thought it destroyed her message and and she usually delivers a good message. I thought it was very well, over the top. I say I, I've tuned in, turned out, dropped out. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, because I still care. But of course. Like, well, like I said, I was on the phone with my friend who's on the far left last night. We talked for an hour and a half, and we discussed what we thought was good at the convention, what speeches were good and what were bad. And guess what? We agreed on all of them. So when they right, say well, you can't, right, well, let me let me hear your opinion on the fucking Sandy, uh, the the couple with the gun. Well, and, I thought that was more of a political and, speech, and I agree with them. But I also you know, agree with them that they that they don't want fucking poor people around them. No, and, they don't want. They, you know, there's a video of them, those people, threatening their lives and threatening to kill them and their dog. See, you won't see that anywhere else. No, 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 no. But you didn't see that they also fucking destroyed the fuck. They're they're both fucking lifelong lawyers who are. I I read. I did. I heard about that from my friend. I heard about that from my friend on the left. And with the beehive. Yes. Yes. I I didn't know about that until the day before yesterday. Okay. And and she told me what horrible people these people are, and she told me all the things that they have done with the lawyers, the BIs, and all that. And I'm like, yo, that sucks. They're, those are bad people. But that still doesn't give the people the right to threaten to kill them. I agree with property. you. I agree with you, and I don't you know? believe that they but did. I didn't but think. I didn't think debate that, for later. Right. I didn't think that's that they're. But I do believe the speeches at the convention last night that touched home were Herschel Walker's. I thought that Herschel sure, Walker's... absolutely. Out in fucking uh, Texas, baby. Right. Scott, Rep- uh, uh, Senator Scott, uh, Tim Scott was amazing. And I thought the, the Cuban... Well, what, the, what about Trump's? What about Trump's? The, well, Trump hasn't given Trump a speech. Trump just sitting around and, like, pointing out people, oh, yeah, I did that for you. I saved you from this and this. And it's me, 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 me. Me, well, he me, did. me, me, me. He did. did what, Obama, mean, but, Obama, but Obama let him sit and fucking... Obama let all those people sit there for fucking years. Trump got him home. So, yeah, he did do that for them. He yeah. also let fucking... I mean, hey, I'm not going to... Let's not get into it with discussion. Hey, I'm not man, a Trump my, uh, supporter, okay? I used to be. I can't stand him as a person, but I'm going to hold my nose and vote for him because I believe he gives the country the best path forward policy-wise. Go go take a look at the Republican platform. Go take a look at the at the Democrat yeah, platform. Like, again, like dude, I, yeah. I know how I'm going to vote. Well, I'm yeah, just, but I'm just saying it. Policy is important. It just sucks that it just sucks that we're so divided. I don't. It I'm sucks. 45. I agree. I don't remember being this divided ever well, in my was, life. I mean, it was and, in 2016. I know that. The first year I was political. I mean, the, the country had never been more Well, divided. in 2016, the first year I fucking flipped a coin for which third party I would vote for. <laughs> only for the fact that, a, I mean, I really honestly, I mean, the absolute truth. Listen. The I, ma- only because I want a third party to be viable. I mean. I agree. Not. There should be a third this, party. And don't think that Mark Cuban won't run start one in, 20, in 2024. Well, I, Mark Cuban dude, is what, running for what, president what in 2024. Po- I guarantee you. And I think he's going to win. That's my opinion. Okay. Now, he said he'll never run as a Democrat, so he'll either run as a Republican or a third party. So this should be interesting to see. And guess what? What are they going to call Mark Cuban racist if he runs as a Republican? Because everybody knows he's not racist. Just but like they know Trump's not that. racist. Enough with that whistle wolf calling bullshit. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. No racist. Like, just, dude, I am I am anti PC, and I consider yeah. myself me too fairly fairly liberal. Right, and, but like I, I'm liberal on, on all parts, and the snake yeah. will eat itself. Yeah, in my opinion. for sure. Yeah, and sure. I think, I, but I think the 
the snake is eating itself on the other side too. And 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 it what is. makes me sick is that I'm having to say that there's another side. I know. know because I want us all to be I agree. right here in the gray. I, listen, it's right one, here in the fucking gray. Listen, me and Daniel disagree politically on everything, but when we were texting about one thing, you know what he said? We said I agree with you a hundred percent on that, and that was our founding fathers. Okay, now granted, they're. There's only been like Democrat Republican for like a hunt since the 18. Well, the Whig party, whatever. But, that but was there was still there was another party. There was the Confed, whatever. They didn't have different parties for us to fight about. It's so they had different people have different ideas to help move the country and help the American people. Okay, now it's fucking political warfare where if you're not on our side, you're anti-American. And that's just not the way it should be. And I'm against it. So I agree with you. But, well, well, how on your podcast can you bring in people who obviously know you feel a certain way about something? Right. And how can you show that you're fucking willing well, and that, able to talk about? Well, that's why I bring on people. That's why I have phone call conversations for people like you and i have guests that come on from the far left right from the far left from the moderates and i have them come on and make their case and we, but do you we try debate to them. destroy them no i, mean, I respect like I said, anybody like I said, are you I kidding have no idea i have yeah. no idea about no i respect them. everybody's opinion politically or in the world i i will be i will listen to anybody but i'll also debate them if i think they're spewing talking points and not thinking for themselves it's very important in this country to think for yourselves don't get involved don't pander to group think if you just become somebody that that just believes everything you see because we have the most corrupt media in the history of the world but do you think do you how much what percentage of people do you think fall into that because i think it's a much less percentage oh no especially on the right and the left i think both the the right and the left are all group think i think i think but, but I think but they it's fall obvious, in though. Like yeah. CNN, I mean, CNN is at least showing the RNC. Yeah. I mean, Fox didn't, you know. Fox showed, showed the whole showed DNC. The DNC. Of course they did. I no, watched it on Fox. I, I watched. I watched fucking Fox. You are fake just, news. It was fucking Hannity just talking shit during the whole time. It was. But I no, they it, showed the they they, that. No, they showed from eight from from eight o'clock at night till nine o'clock. They showed the full hour. Okay. Now the D, the the CNN showed the whole. But two what hours. I'm saying, but my point being, my point being is that both sides are fucking ridiculously. No shit. I agree. We agree dumb. on something. But like it's like, but there's, but there is no semblance of even hiding it or even actual no. news. I agree. I there agree with it you. is just opinion. It's propaganda, like propaganda on both sides. And so the we thing, can agree with that. Yeah. And the thing this is, is you ask me what I get out of smoking pot. When I smoke pot at night, I watch the political shows, okay? And when you're, you know, unless it's important because you know when you smoke pot, you can see through everything, right? I can see through all the propaganda, right? I can tell you every time Trump's lying and every time he's telling the truth, I can tell you every time they're spewing propaganda on the right and every time they're spewing propaganda on the left. You're not sure. You're not. Oh, I know it. Real. I, oh, but I, like, I, I know, but once you, once you, uh, I'll give you some mushrooms and then you'll question it. You know what? When you get like, to Vegas, listen, I'm, I've never tried mushrooms, but if you come to Vegas, hit me up. I'll try them and I'm going to um, check it out. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll say, I mean, what do I have in 
Vegas, dude. I'm terrible at one-two fucking poker. I'm not going to win there. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not good at poker. <laughs> well, but, but I, mean, I was I was a poker dealer, so I uh, so was I. So was I. <laughs> I was man. the smartest guy in the fucking room at that point. Yeah. All right, man. I got some other calls coming in. I appreciate this is a great right, conversation, yourself, man. man. Thanks. Hey, 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 thanks hey, for tuning in last, to one, Mouthpiece. Appreciate it. One, one last thing. One last thing. Uh, uh, if you get an opportunity, just uh, remember to uh, let everybody know to don- donate their organs when they die. Please. I agree, man. I agree. You got it, my man. All Take right, care. Thank safe. you. Have a good one, Mike. Well, welcome to Mouthpiece. This is Mike. What's going on, man? Hey, Mike. Who's hey, this? how you doing, buddy? Good. This sounds like hey, a familiar uh, voice. Uh, yeah, I've uh, called before. We've talked, actually. My name's uh, Champ. Oh, yeah. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Um, I'm actually at the horseshoe right now in Tunica. I'm about to, uh, we're eating at Marlowe's right now. I'm about to go into a place on uh, one-two clove. Oh, cool. Cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, I- I've been down there many times. Many times. Yeah, you like Tunica? No. I swore in 2004, or, no, what is it? 2004, I would never go back, and I've never been back since. Because there's nothing to do. You out never there. go back. There's just nothing to do. There is. I mean, there's not. I mean, there's you, not shit around. You there. could go to that uh, Platinum Plus fucking strip bar uh, uh, in Memphis. That was fun. Uh, I like Memphis, but there's just nothing to do around there. You're kind of stuck around there, and and when you're there right, for a couple right. weeks, I mean, was, that's the only place you can go is Memphis. I mean, you yeah. Can't go. I mean, there's nowhere else. I mean, yeah, but I, I mean, I enjoyed. Yeah. I mean, I, I went to the El- Elvis Presley thing. I, I mean, I did a lot of. I ate, I ate at that famous rib place down in Memphis. They had the best barbecue ribs. Forgot the name of it. What's the name? What's it called? Rendezvous. Yeah. So I mean, it's uh, you know, it's pretty cool, man. So uh, hey, so um, so after COVID, all this COVID shit, where where's the big games gonna be? I mean, where where I mean, online or cash? I mean, right now the there are thousands, not hundreds, thousands of underground uh-huh. online poker rooms where you could play anywhere from 1020 to 2000 4000 no limit hold them and PL. Oh, really on poker bros and uh no poker bros um my my buddy site uh and then there's uh there's uh the poker most of the big games are being played on the poker rrr app or the poker bros uh-huh app in which you can have no rake or you could charge rake uh but those, oh, yeah. those apps are pretty good uh and i have my own i i started my own private game uh about two months ago and it's doing well uh we get uh it's a little slow this week i figured it would be because uh i haven't done much podcast and i haven't done any streaming right, i've been missing your live streams it's been yeah. a long time well i i live stream one on saturday uh, we had about 600 plus people watching it in an hour, which is really good because uh, it was just basically a 500 WSOP event. Uh, so uh, I wanted to see. The thing is, is everybody's in Mexico streaming the WSOP events. So it's very hard to compete with that. But bec- for me to have gotten 600 people, why the WSOP events are going on, that tells me I'm going to yeah. start streaming. I'm going to start th- streaming small events uh, three, four times a week just for fun uh, and help promote, help promote my, pri- my home game. And uh, I think that, uh, you know, that's going to be good. Now, I'm also... Yeah, uh, that's awesome. I'm, 
I'm well, also Tom Dwan in the I, game again. Yeah. So I, uh, another question: How was Tom Dwan when you uh, when y'all played? I mean, was he as good as everyone said he was? Tom, uh, he was a lunatic. He's a hundred times better today than he was back then. Thousand times. Oh uh, really? Better. Oh Aaron yeah. Antonius? Uh, no, Patrick Antonius is really good. Now, don't know. get me started on Daniel Negrano. I mean, Jesus Christ, that motherfucker's a joker. He's all right, man. He's just... I got the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> he's all right, man. He's just a very opinionated person, and uh, but he's got a good heart, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, that's true. He does that, have a good heart. That's all that really I mean, matters, I mean, you, you know. You can hit hearts anytime you want them. You're going to hit a flush, and you're going to win. Yeah, you know, you know that's just it. And uh, listen, I uh, I'm going to have. Uh, I just announced. I don't know if you heard it, but uh, Phil Helmuth is going to be playing on my YouTube channel uh, live. Uh, WSOP bracelet event from Cabo on Saturday, uh, this Saturday, uh, on my YouTube channel. So that should be f- interesting and fun. Uh, I'm going to narrate yeah. all the hands he plays uh, without him being. If he wants to chime in, he could. Uh, but he told me he's probably not. Right. Gonna, so uh, right. I'll be doing I, it all. I know there's a rumor going around that you know about the Wayfair and you. That's how you've been getting your money for the buy-in. What's that? I'm sorry, what'd you say? Why do people say that? I mean, you have to, like, sell stuff to get a buy-in and stuff like that. Pawn stuff off. I have to pawn things? Because that's what people like to say. That's all over the chat and everything. I just wanted to make sure They just like to lie. They make up shit. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, when they're big, when they're more than $1,000 buy-in tournaments, I I sell pieces of myself on use stake because I don't want to put up five and 10 and 20,000 in tournaments. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Phil, yeah. Phil Helmuth yeah. <laughs> has never, ever in his life put up his own money in a poker tournament. Okay? And there's a lot of people that haven't. But they like to... Yeah, that's bullshit. I've always you know, got your back, man. You know, I'm the, you all the high rollers, all, you hear about those high rollers of people are 100, 200, 300,000 buy-ins. Do you know right. that I mean, they all get supported by 90% people. of them are being, put, are being put in and they're pay, playing for between five and ten percent most of them five percent okay it's a foul it's a fucking lie the high stakes high limit fucking poker scene is a fallacy and a lie and it discredits poker because these people buy in and most of them are losing players they they win one score and win like eight million and they're like ten million in makeup and then they jump you for all-time money list it's just a lie it's a fallacy None of them are playing for more. Only like maybe ten percent are playing for more than ten percent. Okay, so really? you know that's I mean, how that's that goes. Just, but that's, that's no, insane. I put up all my own money to play poker, except for if it's more yeah, than. Yeah, I know. I support you hundred percent. I, I love yeah. you. If it's a if it's a five k buy in or more, I, I I sell half of myself because I don't want to put up five k in a poker yeah. tournament. You know, and so, and, um, and most yeah, poker yeah. players do so. So do, you, so do you have any tips for me tonight when I go play the five ten hold'em game tonight? I mean, what what are some? Str- I mean, I'm, I play all the time. I don't know, I man. Lot, I, I play tight, and all I do is win. So, um, uh, I believe tight is right. I think you could you should throw you throw a few curveballs in where people think you're gambling. Okay, you know maybe. Maybe yeah, makes, I'm more of a cash game live. Uh, yeah, oh, so player, you understand. So, I mean, if you play a lot of cash, you know, yeah, right. you know I, I that. Mean, I play tie here and there. I mean, I'll throw some three fours out there. Right. You, yeah, you throw a couple three bets in there. You open with some seven eight suited, some nine ten suited. 
You know, you bet they raise. You fucking three bet them big. They fold. You show you show them the ten high, and then you go back and you play ABC because once you show them one bluff, every time you bet, they always think you're bluffing. So, poker is about deception, man. You set yourself an image, okay? Which everybody thinks. Yeah, I'm my, I want you to know. I want you to know. My, okay. I want you to know. You're one of my favorites because you're real because you. You don't bullshit. I mean, no, you're just one of tell the it like it is, man. I love it. Yeah, I you have. You listen, I'm very honest. I, I, I don't. You know, I respect other people's opinions, but I tell it like it is. You know, everybody in the poker world thinks I'm the tightest player in the world, as I rob them blind. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. You know, they watch my tournaments, and I got that. I finished tenth and one. I got to the last three tables of like three of them. Did I play tight? Yeah, I play tight online because it's very hard for me to read people. Okay, and and you don't play, you don't get to stay at the same table with the same person that often to know how they play. So the best way for me is to just play tight, you know. But like in the cash, once I learn how they play, like in the cash games I played the, during all COVID, you know, they all thought I was the tightest player. Once they thought I was the tight, I started raising them on the river, raising them on the turn, and they're folding two pair to me. They're folding flushes to me and i was just crushing them robbing them blind and then i told phil oh I, i've robbed 34 out of the last 35 hands successfully he goes and tells one of the best players in the game that i've been robbing them blind and all of a sudden they him and this other guy they start rate they start check raising me on the term with yeah. nothing i'm like phil i didn't tell uh-huh. you i'm fucking robbing these people so you could go and tell them so they could beat me i'm like what and you know we got in a big fight about it right but, uh, you know, uh, listen, I have this old saying. If you ever think right, you're running right. over... Yeah, if you ever think you're running over a good player, you better, you better, you're better, you sorely mistaken, okay? I'll, I'll let people think they can run me over, and I'll let them think they can run me over, and I'll give them the image they can run me over, and then I'll change gears, and, I'll, and for all those blinds they stole from me, and all those little pots they stole from me, I fucking big bet robbed them back a hundred times. Yeah. So, you know, the most important thing is set an image. Go ahead. Uh, I got one more question. I'm about to roll to the casino, and I appreciate the tips. I love you so much. I support you. Can't wait for the next podcast and next live stream. I can't wait. But how much pussy did Elvis Presley get? A lot. (laughs) Fucking wait. I don't know if he got as much as Wilt Chamberlain, but he's up there. I'll tell you that much. That's for sure. And listen, man, if you ever uh, want to play uh, some small 1-2 and 2-4 no limit, uh, and you have any friends that play 1-2 or 2-4, have them uh, join my uh, home game, Mouth Poker at Yahoo.com. And uh, it's a pretty soft game, uh, and it's a lot of fun. We Please, lot of I can't fun. wait. I'm, I'm definitely going to try getting this home game. I got a, I got a um, uncle and a cousin and a couple others that cool. love you. And uh, we're definitely going to contact you and uh, get started. Yeah, and I play, and I zoom with my, I zoom with my guys uh, at least twice a week. The other day, I zoomed with them for five and a half hours. Uh, that was uh, awesome. that's a lot for me to play one, two, and two four dollar, you know. But these guys are good, and I help them out with hands, and I I try my best to do what I can. So, you know, I appreciate the call. Thanks yeah. for listening to the mouthpiece, and tell all your hey, friends. I appreciate it. You got it, man. Hey, I'm sitting with Poker Pro James Placek right now, and uh, he he told me to give you a shout out. Say hello, Mike. All right, man. Tell him I said hi. I appreciate it. 
You got All it. All right, man. Uh, it's great talking to you. I appreciate you. Love you. I'm uh, uh, can't wait for your cash game. Let's go. You got man. it, man. Make Take care. Tonight. You Good got luck. it. Peace. Uh, we got one more. All right, let's do it. What's up, man? Welcome to the mouthpiece. Is Mike? How you doing? How are you, Mike? What's going on? Uh, I just have one question that I think varies in a lot of different states in poker, but. So getting into tournament poker, obviously people see prize pools and stuff like that. What's the honest truth about taxes? I mean, you have to show, you you could show your losses. You could write off, I mean, I, I keep track of my cash game wins and losses, and I keep track of my tournament wins and losses, and, and then you just got to pay at the end of the year, whatever it is. Uh, me, I, I owe the IRS a lot of money, but that's okay. I, I'm going to pay him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, you know, tournament poker's tough, man. I tell people all the time. I mean, every time I go deep in a tournament, I, I, I always scream out, I respect all you motherfuckers that play tournament poker for a living. You all fuckers are crazy, you know, and I say it all the time because, I mean, unless you make – the final three, you just don't make any money and you waste three days. It's just, there's just so much easier to make money in cash. So uh, I'm, I've never been a big tournament fan. I just happen to be good at tournament poker. So uh, I played the WSOP and I play, uh, I play like two events a, a year beside the WSOP. So, you know, uh, and I, and I enjoy it. So, you know, that's, yeah. that's what's on with that. So is the rake basically the tax? form of cash game players Probably, is yeah. that basically they would get taxed as opposed to tournament players that get taxed by the government well i mean you have to write up you gotta you gotta show your wins and losses even in cash games uh when you uh when you submit your uh you have to have a ledger you know just when you submit your taxes at the end of the year so uh yeah you could write most of it off you know what i mean unless you're phil helmuth he loves giving the government like two million a year I don't know. This guy, he's like, well, I don't want to get audited. I go, Phil, you're a professional fucking poker player. I sl- I'm like, you could write off losses, you fucking idiot. So, uh, but we, yeah. we we joke around that all the time. Like he, my ROI to- is the best ROI in history. I'll say yeah. that. <laughs> but I love Phil. But Phil's going to be on my uh, on my YouTube channel this Saturday, uh, live from Cabo. He's going to be um, he's going to be. Uh, live streaming uh one of the wsop events so uh that should be fun to watch are you crazy phil yes i'm gonna be tuning in for damn sure yeah so now last question but i don't want to keep you hanging on here for your home game now can i play i'm here in new jersey is there any way i could sign up yeah email mouthpoker at yahoo.com and uh you can sign up and play uh right now it is slow we have a three-handed game uh usually doesn't get going eight o'clock we usually have two full games going uh it start, used to start off at four in the afternoon and then it would used to go to midnight and now what they're doing is they're starting around noon they're playing from like noon to four then the game breaks and then they start back up around eight o'clock and they play till like three in the morning so uh we get uh we were, were doing about five, getting about five, six games a day going when I was streaming, uh, and then uh, we've been getting between two and three going the last three weeks. So uh, it slowed up a lot, but uh, I'm going to start streaming again. 
Uh, I'm going to promote the game when Phil's streaming on Saturday because uh, I'm going to be doing the narr- narrating. Uh, Phil's just going to be doing the playing, and he'll he'll chime in if he wants, whenever he wants. Uh, so that should be fun. Should be interesting. Uh, awesome. Make sure my uh, my boy Danny over here gets the, the setup all right for him. I've so. lost once. Awesome. Right. I'll Phil. definitely be in there. All right, man. So uh, it's right. nice talking to you, man, and uh, I appreciate it. And uh, thanks for listening to the mouthpiece. And tell all your friends if they play one, two dollar, or two, four, no limit, hold them. Email mouthpoker yahoo.com. And, uh, and if you email um, the mouth podcast, uh, you get an extra 50 bucks in chips. So you get 250 for 200. Awesome. So I appreciate awesome. it. Awesome. All right, man. Take all right. Care. Thank you. All right. All right. Later. Well, everybody, another episode of the Mouthpiece is in the books. I'm sorry it was a month between podcasts. We're going to try and get uh, Susan's WSPs over, see who won bracelets, get them all on the show, uh, talk some sports, talk some politics. And remember, if you want to play 1-2 or 2-4, no limit hold'em, PLO or $4-8 with a kill, Omaha 8 or better limit, email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. Promo code Mouthpiece Podcast for an extra 50 bucks in chips. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all next time. Peace. I love you all.